I have a really random question for you before we start. Okay. What? How do you feel about hopping on the silver train before everybody else? Oh, with my jewelry? Yeah. Oh, I feel like an elitist piece of shit. Yeah, you <laughs> kind of are. <laughs> Hello, chumps, and welcome Ooh. to Social Suicide with Monica and Molly. Just two little cuties. It's two little cutie girls. That is a beautiful little yep. jingle. Uh, That's ours. Nobody else can have it. We Copyright. got it specifically made for us. Where We paid for it, bitch. No, we paid for it. We paid for it. We sent no. edits, man. We're like back and forth, but yeah, we like this. We don't like that. Yeah. We were high on the hog. And you know what? Jellyfish Jam was a comp. Rest in peace, Jellyfish Jam. (laughs) We miss it daily. No, I miss it every day. (laughs) But this is fantastic. I hope I am not getting this info wrong, but my best friend, Julia Robbins' husband, his name is, I know his stage name is Nick Nile. Um, He is on Instagram. I know he is on Spotify. His actual name is, I believe, Nick Mendoza. The fact that I don't know my best friend's husband's last name. What do you want me to do? Okay, I just know his She didn't take name. his last name, I'm assuming. She didn't take his last name. So not that wh- I know why it. am I supposed to so know how it? am I supposed to fucking know it? <laughs> Anyways, Nick Nile, I believe that is what he is on Spotify. Um, if we get any more info, we'll link it in the YouTube. Yeah. Um, and maybe give him a shout out on social media. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he made Nick. that for us and shout out to him. Yeah. Love you. Thanks, Nick. Cutie pie. Cutie. Mm. Holly, I missed you. <laughs> there, there. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> we haven't recorded in a really long time. You're going to have so much to edit because it's going to be so awkward. <laughs> I uh, And I'm also such a dumbass because I drove all the way over here. And I was like, I'm just bringing my makeup because I'm a cutie pie. What, tell him what else you brought. Pippin. <laughs> no, tell him what else you brought. <laughs> a bunch of shit you didn't want. Bunch of shit. Monica has been texting me about, do I want these ornaments? I say, yeah, send a picture. She, the ugliest ornaments I've ever seen in my whole entire they're life. They're not ugly. No, they're ugly. They're. <laughs> you know what? I actually bought them mo- mostly because of the glittery lavender ones. The glittery ones. Yeah. Those yeah. are cute. And those are put on my tree and the other ones I did not. You know, I'm not much of a, a glitter ornament gal. I was kind of like. so shocking to me. I know because I as do. As a Swifty. I know. And you see like all of my other shit is yeah. like really glittery. But for some reason, I don't fucking like this. <laughs> I like just the play. She hates me. I, I'm not for women. <laughs> she hates me. No, I do. And then. That's how it feels you also me. had the audacity to bring in cheetah print ornaments no those are so cool i can't believe you don't want them i was sure you'd want them well i love them i don't know man i don't know man i don't like okay (laughs) do you not like them or do you not like me i don't like them (laughs) (laughs) and i told you a million times i didn't like these ornaments and you walk in laughing you walk in <laughs> laughing and you brought them for the bit and i said get these out of my house get these out of my house i don't want these i'm just like in she started screaming immediately no i'm <laughs> i started screaming immediately i'm very particular about my decorations because for a long time i didn't buy any decorations because i was just like fuck decorations yeah, I never I had the too. room to store them. Yes. Yeah. That um, was the biggest thing. <laughs> so, yeah. Half the time they're so fucking stupid. They look, they're ugly. They're corny. they're corny. Yeah. And then during the pandemic, I was like, I love holiday decorations. Yeah. But I'm very particular with mine. I like mine to look kind of retro and vintage. That's not my aesthetic. Cheetah print? Cheetah <laughs> When I say retro and like vintage, I mean like 50s, 60s, not Cheetah Jersey print? Shore. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Snooky have an ass. Those ornaments are from like 2014. No, they're not. Yes, they're they from, are. They're from the pandemic. I bought them during the pandemic. We had two different aesthetics during the pandemic. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you and your silver elitist bullshit. No, I know I'm an elitist piece of shit. <laughs> I, <laughs> with an empty bank account. 
<laughs> it's all about looks for you. <laughs> the thing is, my parents couldn't agree more. The way my whole <laughs> life, they're like, your taste is astronomical. Your taste is so out of control. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care if I don't have a bed to sleep in. I'm going to have my fucking Orbe shampoo. Oh yeah. I mean like same. <laughs> you kidding? Yeah, fuck that. I need it. I need it. Look at my hair. Look it's at fantastic. me. Look at the, the, I have hourglass lip gloss on. I maxed out my, some of my credit card for this. It's not my price range. Oh, it's quiet luxury. You wouldn't know. <laughs> I fucking hate you. What did he say? Shh, it's luxury. <laughs> the way I'm like actually so fucking furious right now. Is insane. I don't think it's that quiet. I feel like okay for the this whole week uh, leading up, I knew that we were gonna record, and I was like, I have so much shit to tell Monica. I have so much. I know, like, I have so much energy. <laughs> and then I come in the house and I just bring a calm. No, you bring the <laughs> ugliest fucking ornaments into my home, and no, I was like, oh, I bring a calm. <laughs> Precisely. What if I told you that someone ate me out on this couch? <laughs> you got. You out. said. You, you said you guys went to the bedroom. <laughs> For round two, of course. <gasps> it better have been that side. It was okay. Good. It was. It was. Toby had the audacity to jump up on that side. He's a watcher. Wait, he's what so a little kinky boy. No, he's so gross. He's so gross. Okay, Molly got fucking slammed while I was gone. I go to Texas and all my friends get slammed. Um, I think often about, I hope Taylor doesn't mind me saying this. <laughs> me, my roommate Taylor and Molly went out for sushi one night. Yeah. And we talked about how we have not been railed in a very long time. <laughs> And we were all lamenting the fact, and we we're just like, we just want to get fucked. And we we're also just sitting there. You know, we were sitting there, like barking and, and then doing like monkey. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, Logan Lerman was across the bar. We had no idea that Logan Lerman was there, probably witnessing witnessing us, just like yeah, it was bad. Um, but I feel like there was a lot of power at that dinner because after we spoke about it, Taylor got railed, Molly got railed, and I'm just like, Daddy? 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 Hello? Let's be frank. I would not have gotten railed if it wasn't for Monica. Monica That's right. I would That's not. That's fucking right. Monica's my pimp. I am. I'm over in the corner. I'm coming, Daddy! Telling her. Wait, is this the one that I think it is? I'm doing the work. No, you're doing the work. I'm putting it in. I'm going to Home Depot. I'm getting the the wood. I'm bringing it to her. Monica's got the hard hat on. She's putting in the work for all her friends. I hope you were thinking of me when you're getting eight out right there. Oh, 110% you're in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) No. You had to be. You're like, thank God for Monica. I fucking thank God for Monica, man. No, because um, if Monica didn't get me on a dating app, one, because I was annoying the fuck out of her she all was. the fucking time. <laughs> and then she was like, just get on this app. Like, you got to get under someone. Yeah. ASAP Rocky. Yeah. And literally, the minute I, I clicked with someone, like, just within, like, that day, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, you yeah, didn't even have to get under someone. I didn't even have to get under someone. You just I just the idea. <laughs> I just needed male validation. There you go. I just need male attention. Listen, we're just being honest on this podcast. We're not saying it's right. Oh, <laughs> never. I mean, I think the right thing is Molly getting therapy. But <laughs> I have gotten therapy, and I said, Celia, this isn't working. <laughs> I didn't like that. You told me something I didn't like about myself. Precisely. That's exactly what she did. <laughs> Because I, every, because you know how annoying I am. Every session, I would go back and I'd be like, "Okay, but what if he comes back?" And she's like, "But what if he fucking doesn't, dipshit? We need to move on from this." I'm like, like "We're not. No, you out. gotta prep me for when he comes back, man. That's your job, Celia." And she was like, "Holy fuck, get this bitch a lobotomy." Yeah, yeah. I should reach out to Celia. And be like, yeah. hey, 
Things are all good, man. I'm really sorry for this summer. I'm really sorry. Put, put another session on the books. Put another session on the books so I can tell you about how. I don't know. <laughs> all that to say is, we're not saying what she did was right. We're just saying it worked. We're just saying it worked. <laughs> we're just saying it worked. So if you ever need to get over someone, get under someone. That that really is even if it's just a crush. Once you have, you just gotta, yeah. you just gotta have another crush on someone. You, that's exactly it. That's you all. You just it need is. to have a, another crush on someone. Yeah. I saw something that today that was like the butterfly in my stomach waiting to feel something. <laughs> 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 it was like a little girl just as a butterfly, just like sleeping on a park bench. Dude, I feel like my butterfly has been going through like fucking chemo. <laughs> <laughs> radiation man where's my butterfly <laughs> my butterfly is stage four man yeah. i don't know <laughs> so my butterfly got splat on somebody's windshield <laughs> my butterfly has been extinct for a very long time i'm also at the point in my life where it's like i once i when i'm on this dating app I'm not holding back at all. Yeah. I'm 110% right. myself. Right. You have and and the other thing is like you have to be intentional. I learned this from another one of my friends where it's like I'm only going to talk to people that like, you know, on some apps it says like looking for short term or long term yeah. or like whatever, something casual. She's like I'm even if they're the hottest person I've ever met if it says that they want something casual or short term, she doesn't match with them. That's smart. Yeah, I I've been kind of doing that. If they say like if it's like if specifically if they have friends with benefits on there, mm -hmm. I don't match with them. Um, the guy that I matched with didn't say anything casual, and we did have that conversation, and he said that he was not looking for something casual. He also agreed with – our dating style seemed very compatible when we talked about it. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to have to check in with that man because we all know men ain't shit. We all know men say whatever the fuck they want to say. They'll say whatever the fuck they want, and then the next day they're like, yeah, yeah, I didn't say that. I said that because I wanted it up in your guts. Yeah, did I, I said that because I wanted munch. Yeah. And like, mm -hmm. that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wanted it too. Hey, I'm trying to always get railed. I'm trying to get my back snapped. But before you ruin my life, let me just double check real quick. I don't know. Yeah. So. Before it gets too far. I do like going into the, the dating podcast. I, yeah. You know, I like that realm. Yeah. We can go into the dating podcast realm. Yeah. We can dip our toes. We can dip our toes. It's not for sure. ever going to be a full episode unless like I'm getting engaged or something like that. Yeah. Dead ass. And if I'm getting engaged, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, because if you're getting engaged, I think... You're going full FLDS and <laughs> you're going back to Texas. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the truth. Hey, if that's what gets me engaged, honestly, no. Sign me up. I am one. When I tell you, I'm about to become religious again. No, I'm one failed situationship from absolutely losing my shit. You know who all my happily married friends are? Christians. Don't bring Jesus in this. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't bring I'm that just man into saying, this. I'm just saying, maybe I should go to church to find a husband. Nah, I'm just going to go to London. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know that if a man is up in church. He's gay. <laughs> that man, He's gay and that man doesn't fuck. Oh shit, you're right. He doesn't fuck. Wait, actually, I found out recently that a friend I had in college who, he was like an acquaintance, but he's so hot. Mm-hmm. But I found out that he is a virgin and he's like, he's like in his late 20s. And uh, okay. I no, that's totally like fine. 30s, no, but yeah. I'm just like, to, and he's very, he's very Catholic. He's very religious. And we were talking about it and I was like, nothing makes me want to fuck that man more than finding out that he's a virgin. Not because I want to take his virginity away, but because I'm like, just be railed by somebody who's never been railed. Yeah, you know, sometimes people that haven't been railed can just throw it down. Exactly. Sometimes. They, yeah. Yeah. And he'd probably go for multiple rounds because he's going to come in two seconds. No, he's going to come in like. 
0.5 seconds. Yeah. 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 Wow. I just feel like it'd be so fun. It'd be so fun. Yeah. And it's not the like sick freak in me that's like, I want to take his virginity. It's the like, he's never done it before. That's cute. And I simply can't relate. The way I you need an fucking, experience, man. I love a slutted out man. You I do. love a slutted out man. Interesting. I don't even know what sound to hit. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. She, okay, she loves I want my player. man fucking railed. Train choo choo. Slut. Slut. I want, I love a slut out. Man. I don't like a slut. I love a FLDS slut. over here. I don't know. I Most don't interesting know. thing about me, I don't like a slut. Most interesting thing about you, you love a slut. I love a slut. <laughs> I love a slutted out man. And I tell every man that I'm with, and they all think it's really funny. So. That's hilarious. That's my Riz. That's your Riz. That's my Riz. Um, I was actually discussing last night, Riz is not cool anymore. So you shouldn't have said that on our podcast. Fuck you. You're bringing us down. Okay, well, I didn't get that fucking memo, so just cut it out. I don't want to fucking tell you. You're not even going to argue with me. All right, well, that's my... Um, Most interesting. Why do you love a slutted out man? And they can just throw it down in the bedroom. Okay, okay. They, they really can. They can get me off. That's true, actually, because yeah. uh, a prude doesn't eat you out. Yeah, exactly. That's so true. I yeah, I love a man that is very I guess I just love to suffer. Yeah, I guess you fucking love to suffer. No, I love a man that can like talk the talk can be like really just all the banter and the raunchiness. Really? Yeah, cuz I can do that. Cuz I can say some awful disgusting things. So I love when I, not that I say that during sex, but just like banter yeah, and yeah, being, yeah. you know, out there. Um I hate yeah, it. I don't I like guess... a prude. I, I like one of my um, first guys that I was with after we hooked up for the first time, he dead ass took a shit with the door open and I thought it was the hottest thing. <laughs> don't hold anything back. And guess what I did? Took a shit with the door open. <laughs> I just, I love just that like no boundary kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. And yeah, I don't yeah. know. I love some filthy slutted out men. Yeah. I don't know why. But they're not slutted out when they're with you. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. If I hear anything about their past, I'm like, God, I'm going to shoot this man execution <laughs> style. I'm going to shoot this man execution style. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, like, I don't really care when I hear talking to the I don't really care when I hear about their escapades. You don't really care? Not really. Yeah. I don't think I do either. I think. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Now I'm just like examining the type of guy that I'm, and I'm like, I'm fucked up in the head. Are you? <laughs> FLDS man. <laughs> no, dude. Texas didn't a number on you. Absolutely. Ouch. Yeah. I was actually talking about like uh, purity culture with my brother and sister-in-law because they just moved to Iowa to go be pastors at a church. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but my sister-in-law grew up at the same, like, was was traumatized by the same church as me <laughs> growing up. Sick. <laughs> and specifically by purity culture. And, and then like also talking to my brother about it. My brother was saying how, like we acknowledged that me and my brother had very different experiences at this church and like what we were taught in church growing uh-huh. up as it pertains to purity, AKA virginity. And uh-huh. um, <laughs> it was funny because he was like, yeah, I was just always so scared to date in high school because I, it was so drilled into my brain that no matter, like, uh, you, it was your responsibility mm-hmm. to, like, keep a woman pure and, like, you could damage them. Oh, my God. And, uh, and so he was so scared and he didn't want to damage anybody, so he just didn't date. And then I was like, okay, but do you hear what you just said that, like, you would do the damage to the woman, but you wouldn't inflict any damage upon yourself. Mm-hmm. So like your responsibility is to not damage a woman, but like a woman is considered damaged. That's insane. But a man is not considered damaged if yeah. he has sex before marriage. Um, And he was like, oh, like it definitely clicked. Oh. And, and also like had never, he had never thought about it that way before. And he's like a 35 year old man, you know, like Can you imagine not thinking that way for 35 years. <laughs> well, I think it's also like, like 
this country, but also religion in general, American Christianity in general is made for men. Yeah. Yeah. For you sure. know? And yeah. so it's just like, Hey, for a second, imagine that it's not for that. Like this wasn't made for you. It's that's true. the, that's the everyday experience of a woman. <laughs> Hold on. Welcome to womanhood. No, that's insane. Purity culture is fucking wild. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I had did a number on me, obviously, since it, I want a yeah, prude. It, <laughs> I remember getting called a prude in like middle school. Um. Yeah, that that fucks. I've it never up. been called a prude. Yeah, I've been called a prude. I've always exuded sex, even though I don't Hot. have any. <laughs> I've just like I've never been afraid to talk my about my vagina, my period, sex, like mm. masturbation. Yeah, I, like I told, like I've said I before, exude sex, exude <laughs> out of my fucking pores, vibrators. <laughs> my family is fucking disgusting. I grew yeah, up with they are. such an uncensored family yeah. that it was never an issue. But there, it, like my mom, she definitely tried to be like when you have sex, make sure it's someone that you love kind mm -hmm, of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but that was like from when I was like really little. And yeah, I think she definitely blatantly lied to my face. I was like, no, your father was the first person that I slept right, with. Right, right. Beggy, Beggy. Beggy. <laughs> Becky's so slutted out. <laughs> Becky said, yeah, no, I'm going to pop this pussy all over Arkansas. And she did. And I love that for her. Good for her. Good for her. Because even the other day we were talking, she's like, can you imagine marrying someone and not sleeping with them? I was like, no, I can't. Mm -hmm. I simply cannot. There, I knew people that like didn't, that didn't kiss until their first, their wedding day. What the fuck? Yeah. Their first kiss was on their wedding day. And it's awful. It's terrible. That's like, that's not what I'm talking about when I want to prude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? You just want a man that's never been touched. No, I want a man that like was saving himself and then he like realized how stupid that was and he wants to go fucking bat shit on a woman. There we go. That's, that's really, really cute. what I want. Okay, all right, all right. And that's why I want to have sex with that guy. <laughs> I think you have some things you might want to work out. <laughs> I think you might want to talk to a therapist real quick. Yeah, probably. I don't know. It's so weird, all the purity culture and then, but also- on the other side of the spectrum too, where people have like full blown sex addiction, sex addictions, yeah, porn, porn addiction, yeah. And like it's so crazy. That it's like underlying everything. Sex actually is just like bubbling up under every Everybody. aspect yeah. of our life. You know, yeah. it's it's always there in the back of everyone's mind. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of wild. Okay. Um, I watched The Holdovers last night. What's that? It's a new Alexander Payne movie with Paul Giamatti. It's set in the 70s. You would like it. Oh, yeah? Uh, it's like it's like a Christmas movie, but it's not a Christmas movie. It just occurs during Christmas. But Cute. Paul Giamatti is like this grumpy professor at this boy's boarding school, and he has to mm. like hang out with this kid that isn't going home for Christmas. Anyways, the kid is like a punk-ass bitch, and uh, Paul Giamatti takes him to... A museum at one point and he's like look at that and and it was like a pottery with like two like men having sex like it, roman roman men having sex yeah and and he was like oh porn you know like, <laughs> you know, like and he was like and then paul giamatti said the coolest thing the most depraved thing that like you think that you've invented that we as humans think we've invented like has already been thought and it's already been done absolutely and yeah. it, like human like every experience that a human can have has already been had you know by yeah, somebody you know so true because we've been around for i don't know how long humans have been around it was i had a christian education <laughs> i have no a million idea. years i'll say sure <laughs> i believe you and I don't it's just like know. yeah it's just like all the fu sick fuck shit you know it's like all those weird dominate dominate strip dominatrix dominatrix thank you yeah and all that shit it's already been done before it's already been done before you like, can guarantee that the roman greek empire whatever you know they were doing the freakish we couldn't even fathom we can't fathom what the fuck they were doing yeah they were doing some freak ass shit yeah yeah you know what i actually found out hmm. on tiktok that um early things of contrast 
contraception were actually like, I forgot what they were called, but basically it looked like um, something like with a stem and like a flared base at the end. Scary. Scary. They would put it up no. and the, the like rod would go into the cervix. So that was basically a plug into your cervix. And then like the little flared base was over the cervix. And it would like pull out the come when you no, it so there it was almost like a like a woman was plugging yeah. her fucking cervix and we know that with iud's insertion like that is extremely painful yeah. so they had that and then we're having sex can you imagine that extreme i'm like pain? just have the baby <laughs> do you just just have the baby and die yeah, you're right because they're all like trying to prevent like death yeah, yeah yeah you're right Mortality. fuck that i'd be in a convent asap yeah that's so true yeah I saw that and I was like, <laughs> like some of them were fucking metal, Ugh. metal, glass, um, like iron, shit like that. Glass? Glass in your cervix, which is like. Honestly, sex is so dangerous. No, it's so dangerous. For a woman. Oh painful. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dangerous and it's painful. Yeah. Absolutely. God, do we love it. I live for that shit. <laughs> you okay, Pippin? Pippin's never had sex. That's okay. Fucking dweeb. <laughs> Nerd. 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 What a prude. <laughs> Sickening. He's, it's almost his birthday. Oh my gosh. Happy birthday to Pippin. When I first moved out to LA, I was like 2015. It was after I graduated college. In my building. So I must have been... I was turning, I was like 23, 24. Mm -hmm. And there were two guys in my building that lived together. They had like found each other on Facebook, whatever. I was good friends with one of them because he was gay. And we smoked all the time and had a blast. The other one was absolutely unhinged. I think he was like a 19 year old. Um, he was. I'm scared. Cr crazy. This kid was crazy. And. He had the, his hugest crush on me. Oh, God. It Aren't was, the crazy ones always the ones that have a crush on you? Yeah, for sure. He was unhinged. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember the other day. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he looked at me one time. And I think I was high with the other kid. And we were watching a movie. And he was like, yeah, I went to rehab. I was like, damn, brother, for what? And he goes, for Molly. And I was like, that's not a real addiction. That's what? You're fucking kidding me. No. No. I started, I laughed in that man's face. I laughed in his face. I was like, that's not real. That's not a real addiction. Why are you addicted to Molly? Why were you, what, and you had to go to rehab? That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. He got his feelings hurt because I was laughing so hard. I was laughing so hard. Oh my God. He's like, I just told you something that like really meant like a lot. I'm like, I'm high. We're watching a movie. <laughs> And you just—you're the one who decided to sit down and try and have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation about your addiction to Molly. Like, what? Were you addicted to sweating so much? Yeah. Like, what the <laughs> fuck were you addicted? I'm addicted to not sleeping. You're addicted to being manic, right? Like, what? You're addicted to raves? Yeah. Is that to say you're addicted to Calvin Harris? <laughs> <Like>? <laughs> That was such so a, good. the craziest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever heard. And I had forgotten it, forgotten about it for years. And that popped into my head. And I was like, I can't wait to tell Monica. Holy fucking shit. I know every doctor there is like. <laughs> <laughs> we are such pieces of shit. <laughs> I stand on this though. This is, I will not back down oh from this God. point of view. I watched a documentary recently that I don't think is out yet, but it was about like people, like teenagers that had an addiction to weed. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, it ruined my life. And I'm like, it was interesting because it, it was like, actually, it was actually talking about the difference between like weed from when it was illegal and weed to what it is now because like oh, okay. the potency is so much greater now. Yeah. And it could ruin a teenager's life because their brain isn't fully developed. And I'm like, yeah, I okay, so. I yeah, get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I get but that. it's also just the premise of like these teenagers are addicted to weed is just the funniest fucking thing ever. Like, 
Okay, you're addicted to SpongeBob and Cheetos. Congratulations, dude. Like, I think what a lot of people... I don't know if I'll get canceled for this or not, or if people are going to think like I'm a fucking idiot. What did he say? Just in preparation just for you the, getting canceled. It's just the people who have like addictive personalities. That's yes. your problem. No, I was going to say the same thing that like, what are you using the Molly and the weed for? Like, yeah, that's like that's if you're what doing you're it to needing escape, therapy for. Exactly. That's why you need to go to rehab. I wouldn't necessarily You gotta need to go to rehab to get away from your abusive parents. Like fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> we get that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but like it's not the Molly and it's, it's not, not the, the weed. And if you really want a dick an addiction, a dick. <laughs> oh, I'm listening. <laughs> Are you addicted to anything? <laughs> Should that be a new a new like weekly check-in like what's your addiction this what's week what's your addiction this week yeah that's a good one okay <laughs> monica and molly's addiction corner addiction corner Ooh. what are you addicted to what am i addicted to what am i addicted to the <laughs> <laughs> way i so badly just want to say male validation hey that's a good one <laughs> Male validation. Male validation. I'm addicted to comparing myself to others. Damn. Oh, <laughs> bad. <laughs> there we go. I do need therapy. <laughs> I've just decided. <laughs> it's not a joke anymore. <laughs> it's not a joke anymore. Um, have you heard of BetterHelp? This is our commercial for BetterHelp. This week we're supported by BetterHelp. If have you need you help. <laughs> have you ever help. been addicted to male validation or mm, i don't know comparing <laughs> yourself to others possibly molly <laughs> better help use code suicide <laughs> use code social suicide <laughs> or just suicide <laughs> they'll get to you very fast <laughs> what did he say <laughs> Oh, better help is gonna sue us <laughs> no. and i'm ready you know what else i'm addicted to what Pulling tarot cards for myself because I'm so oh, crazy. You know, I love it. It's such a fun hobby. <laughs> it's like having a magic eight ball <laughs> or, a, or a mood ring. God, tarot cards are the it's really fun. 2023 like mood ring. It, it really is. And I feel like it's just like that horse. Do you want me to go get them? Yeah. All right. I find tarot cards very fun, but I don't understand them. And... I forget about them immediately. Do you know? You're supposed to like take what? them into account and then you for I just forget about them immediately. I'm just talking what? to myself. Tarot cards. Oh yeah. yeah like yeah. I forget about the the meaning of the pull and everything, you know. Oh, you know, it's like it's like this is what the next year is gonna hold for you. The way I just look at it, I'm just like, yo, what's my day? What's my next 30 minutes going to look like? And okay, I, that's actually how I should think about it. And, yeah, and that's and actually I swear cool to God that, you pull every that like <laughs> my spirit guides and stuff who like I work with and like communicate with, they're like, we fucking hate you. <laughs> leave us alone. Like, leave us alone. They're working so hard. They got like sweat <laughs> they're on like, their fucking They're like, we wanted eternal rest. They're like, dad, add, like, just let me be. It's my grandpa right there. He's like, literally, I just want to go to sleep, man. <laughs> like, he's so tired. Yeah. I don't know. I also brought out my little Aphrodite love oracle cards. Do you want to do those first? Oh my God, yeah. Okay, let's do these. Trying to get me some dick. <laughs> get a dick. 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 <laughs> That's, that goes out to Paul Rudd. Shout out to dick. Paul Rudd. Key Rudd. <laughs> my friends and I in college used to call around to restaurants and make a reservation. Be like, hey, yeah, this is Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that so much. It was so funny. Pippin's, we thought it was the Pippin doesn't want me to be in love. Maybe that's my thing. No, like yeah. he's, he's terrified. All right. Let's see what's in okay. store for Monica's love life for what? The next month? Next three months? How you want to see next it? Month. Next month. Let's see what Monica's love life is going to look like for the next month. <laughs> Wait, there's two here. 
Lady of Nights and Sadness. My dear child, this is a time to embody the energy of the Lady of Nights, which is sharp-minded, focused, and independent. Just don't stay for too long in it, as you could lose some of your goddess energy. Oh, too late. <laughs> Sadness. My dear child, I see and feel your pain. Whatever the cause is, take your time to fully heal. It's okay to be only with yourself at this time. Just don't dwell on it for too long. The sun will shine again. Dude, don't tell the oracle. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was so disrespectful <laughs> that those came out. I'm really sorry. Fuck you, bitch. No, sorry. Sometimes Look, Pippin's, Pippin fucking hates No, he's so pissed. I'm not sad. I'm not else. sad. <laughs> Lady of the Knights, too, also shows me it's more of like that Queen of Swords, uh, like tarot energy. So that means like you're very direct. You're very, which is, yeah, you are. Yeah. You're very direct. It's all about communication. You're focusing a lot on work kind of thing. You don't want anyone to like fuck around with you right now. You have your head in the game. Sometimes I can kind of bring you down. Mm. Uh, you know, I think that's just like what... Both of them said don't stay in it for too long. Don't stay in it for too long. So just don't stay in it for too long. Pippin is so So let's see what's out. coming out. Pippin hates tarot. No, he hates SLBS. tarot. What's that one? Sorceress. And you got fertility. Okay. Yo, she's ripe. Take a candle and write your wish down on a piece of paper. Call my name and I will assist you in your manifestation. Maybe you need to do some like manifesting kind of things. Yeah. I feel like I manifest all the time and it happens. Like manifestation fucking works. There you go. But okay, you keep pulling cards. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll we'll let those be. Fertility. Then. Okay, my sister literally just had a baby and it does make me want a baby. Okay, when you draw this card, you are in a very fertile phase. Fertility is not only procreation, it's also creativity. Oh, this is true. Mhm. Mm if you plan to become pregnant, this would be the ideal time. Now is the time to give birth to any creative endeavor you may have. Yeah, so I think... That's fucking deep, man. That's fucking deep, right? So I think, because you're kind of like in this like work mode and very like, you just don't want anyone to kind of like disrupt your peace and maybe that's kind of like blocking. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of saying maybe do something that's like a little bit on the creative side, more kind of manifest what you want to see within this next month going into the new year. I've been more the past three days. I've been like, I need to make my short film. There you go. Yeah. So I think what it's saying, I need to give birth to my short film. You got to give birth to your short film. You got to get more in that creative mindset. Cause I think that's when it's going to bring something in chemistry. Oh my God. Who's going to DP my short film? Yo, <laughs> who's going to DP your short film? Somebody I'm going to fuck. <laughs> Dead ass. <laughs> okay my beautiful child it seems like you and someone close to your heart have good chemistry this person is very attracted to you and you stirred their feelings and interest this is an exciting time so go ahead and flirt enjoy the attention literally no one me and pippin he and is you. flirting <laughs> baby mommy this is an addiction actually what this is the addiction corner still no, dude, that's why it's so addicting <laughs> this is addicting is it so fun Rest and relax. I don't need to fucking rest and relax. No, dead ass. I see you've been very busy lately. When you are too long in such a state, you lose your precious goddess energy. Be calm, calm down, and relax a little. Everything will be taken care of. That one's a lie. They said, calm down. They said, calm down. Make calm down. something. Calm down. I think it's like... <laughs> Focus on more things that make you happy and creative. Okay, and we're canceling the podcast. Fuck! <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay, that's all I want to do. Is it addicting? It's addicting. Because it's like reading little messages about it is. your life. And, and the thing about tarot at, and like those cards, you already have shit on your mind. Like I just talked about my short film that I want to shoot. And yeah. it's been on my mind for a week now. But what I love about the cards mm -hmm. is that, like, they say the same fucking thing every time, but they say something new to you because of the mental state you're in. Yeah. It, and, like, exactly. what's going yeah. on in your head. And so it's it's just, like, a guide. It's just, like, it's a thought-provoking thing, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It, and sometimes I don't really read Pippin too really much into it. There's a lot of meanings. All right. So we'll pull some for myself. Let's see what's coming in for love for me. She got two sisterhood oh my god us how cute now is time to seek the company of like-minded sisters it can be difficult to find the right friends when you radiate a beautiful energy because some people react strangely to you <laughs> interesting all right because some people react strangely to you because they are they are insecure but 
did my mom write this? Isn't a bad person or something like that. Um, honor yourself. Sometimes we need to appreciate ourselves by gifting us with little flowers. Bitch, I'm broke. <laughs> a metaphorical flower. All right. So prior- prioritize the girly pops. Yeah. So prioritize the girly pops and yourself. Accept and love yourself. I thought I was doing just fine. <laughs> You're not. I guess I'm not since I'm out here addicted to male, <laughs> male validation. <laughs> Now is the time to accept and love your body as it is. The female body is a beautiful work of art, and we are blessed to come in different forms and sizes. Eating well and working out are great things, but only if the underneath, if, but only if the underneath motives are right. Well, I'm broke, and I had to eat Chick Fil A last night because it was. And that's saying it's okay to do that. Oh, okay. Dumb right. bitch. Dumb, <laughs> dumb bitch. Your body's beautiful. You dumb bitch. Is it? No, it is. <laughs> I'm stunning. I'm stunning. Fire woman. Fire woman. This one's for Molly. Um, fire woman is not only the goddess of love, but also war. This aspect of me represents the raw power of a woman who has the fire in her hands, ready to command and lead. Now's the time for you to be bold and strong. I got soulmate. Soulmate, my beautiful child. It seems like this person is your soulmate. Enjoy this connection and the passion that is coming with it. Don't be afraid to explore and experience this connection. Toby. Oh. It only means Toby. It only means Toby. What did he say? That's my bitch. <laughs> well, this is very exciting. Yeah. Um, now is the time to be bold and strong. I'm tired, man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, you know, to me, knowing what I know about you right now, uh-huh. what's going on with you. I feel like it means in work. Be bold and strong in work. Be bold and like ask for what you need. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, a lot this year. it feels like you're waiting on, on somebody, yeah. you know, in your workspace right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe you have to just like take it. Take it. I think that goes. And I think that'd be respected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. I feel like I'm actually kind of a lot this year. I feel like it was kind of wrapping up my people pleasing issues and then I still be like, all right, let's tie this up and let's put this mm-hmm. to to rest. Let's fucking close the coffin. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I need to be direct and I need to tell people what I want. And yeah. I think I did a really good job when I got on the dating apps. Hey, this is what I'm looking yeah. for. This is what I want. I'll find it somewhere else if it's not working kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and then I'm going to fucking follow up, keep following up with that. Yeah with whoever I'm talking to and be like, Hey, this is still what I'm looking for. If it's not what you're looking for, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But GTFO kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I think I kind of in work, I feel like I've these past couple of years, I've been more direct than ever, ever since I've been at Netflix, I've been very direct about what I am doing and where I want to go kind of thing. And yeah, right now I've just been kind of like chilling and like waiting on someone. But yeah, I think I just got to take the pull by the horns. Mm-hmm. Do I need to do in a way that's like loving yourself and honoring yourself for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking your mind and not letting people run all over you and all that jazz. Yeah. Standing up for yourself for sure. Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's taken me a long time to be this way. It's taking me so fucking and long. And I feel like that's also a lesson that you have to keep learning. Yeah. Like you, you live in that power and in that, like that mind space and headspace for a while. And mm-hmm. then it kind of like can fade into the background because you like get comfortable or, yeah, you know, life happens and you get hurt or something like that. And mm-hmm. then, and then you have to relearn it again. Yeah. Which is okay. That's fucking life. And that's being a human being. But. Exactly. Yeah. It's just oh my life. God. We're fucking philosophers and we're beautiful. No, like what even was this, this episode? I, I don't know, but I loved it. I have one last question before we wrap up. Okay. Um, who's the black cat and who's the golden retriever in our relationship? Oh, shit. <laughs> I was going to say you're the black cat and I'm the golden retriever. I would have said the other way around. Shit. <laughs> I, that did cross my mind because I'm such a crazy evil person. Yeah. I think I feel like you're like a little bit more like mischievous and like 
plotting. That's so true. You're so plotting. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm like fucking goofy over here. No, dead as you showed up, dropped your dog off, <laughs> dropped off those heinous ornaments and said, oh yeah, I gotta go get my shit. I do stuff for the bit. She did stuff for the bit. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. But why would you think I was a, uh, I was the black cat? You just got the, the black cat vibes. Oh my God, I love that. Right? I love having black cat vibes, but being a golden retriever. Yeah, that's literally what you are. And yeah. I think I have the opposite yeah. of where... Golden retriever on the outside, black cat on the inside. Yep, yeah. that's precisely oh my God. what it is. That was amazing. <laughs> We're beautiful. We're so beautiful. We're like almost meant to like me together. Um... Speaking of like being something on the outside and something else on the inside, I feel like with all of those personality tests, like the Enneagram mm, and yeah. what's the Myers-Briggs and all that stuff, all of those have always been like, you are X, Y, Z on the outside, but so polar opposite on the inside. Yeah. Like it's always been that way with me. And I, I don't know it's if it's like me code switching as a child, you know, like, or like maybe we're such like, we had to be one way on the outside, especially when it comes to like religious trauma and everything that you right. were talking about. And um, I also very much had, I was full on people pleaser. I was going to say like, I always just wanted to fit in. Like, I think that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like part of like being religious and also like, spoiler alert, I was homeschooled growing up. And so like knowing that I was so different, I needed to fit in in ways. So mm -hmm. I would, I was like a little chameleon. So like, yes. I, I, like, you know, in Mean Girls, when they're like, that's the that table, that's the like preps, those are the jocks and, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I was like, I could sit at any of those tables I was and blend same, in. I was the same yeah. way. It's definitely, um, oh, my therapist actually talked about it with me. Oh. It is a, it's like a trauma response. Yeah. 110%. Because then it's like, I don't know who the fuck I am sometimes. You're being very hypervigilant and mm. we're so aware of what, how other people are feeling yep. that we go into a situation and we just, and it, a lot of that is from having um, like immature parents. That's, uh, yes. I didn't say it, Molly did. Mom, don't get mad at me. <laughs> I said it to my mom too. It's, uh, there's a book that my uh, therapist made me read. Um adult children raised by immature parents yes. or something like that. Yeah, I've heard that of that book. Yeah. And it's just where and I you grew up in a big family. You're just very hyper aware of everyone else's emotions I and am. what's going on. Um and my parents are both just very fiery people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they're like super immature mm. it, it's hilarious but at the same time as a kid you don't really yeah realize that so it's like you know whenever I'm like arguing with my parents you know my mom's always oh well I'm just a bad mom aren't I like yeah. you know kind of does shit like that and it was very I always had to be just very hyper vigilant of mm -hmm. what was going you know my parents being an adult is fucking hard yeah and I think it they were just being an adult going through life and you forget that to censor that in front of kids mm, yeah. because even now if I had a kid right now I probably wouldn't be able to censor myself yes. in front of my kid you can't just you know if my mom is tired and worn out of, like as a kid yeah I'm gonna take it to heart yeah and be like oh this is my fault yeah because but also like she wasn't can't be perfect all the time yeah. like I think that that was like such a lesson I had to learn growing mm -hmm. up uh -huh. where it was like realizing that my dad wasn't the smartest person in the world was yeah. like heartbreaking and really yeah. tough. But, um, I think it's also like, well, we should tell our children that we should tell them like, Hey, I'm not a perfect mom. I'm going to, I'm going to upset you sometimes. And like, yeah. no matter what, you're going to fuck up your kids. Like no matter what, like yeah. no matter what you do, but I think like being honest with them. And, and like, I think about like if I had a kid and, and like, I have a lot of friends that are parents and, they are so open and honest about like, I, you know, I couldn't do it today, you know, like, mm -hmm. and I like blow up at my kid today or something like that. And they go to their children and they're like, I'm so sorry. I'm like not perfect. And, and I'm very sorry that I did this. And I think that that's like, okay, you're going to scar your kid yeah. for like blowing up at them or for whatever you know reason. But like, if you go to them and ask for an apology or something like that. And I think my parents did that, but later on, you know, like, yeah. See, my parents have never apologized. They my won't ever apologize. apologize to me if they blew up at me. Really? And it, was, it was not. Those weren't the times that like what stuck out to me for those times was like when they apologized to me. I couldn't tell you why they were mad at me. But mm -hmm. the times that they didn't apologize to me, those I know. Yeah. Those, you know, yeah. you know, my mom never did. 
I mean, sorry, I I don't hate them for it, but um, yeah, my parents were just it's just not, a fact. It's just a fact. They mm -hmm. never, and she'll say that she's like, I'm I'm 66. I'm not gonna say I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, respect to you, bitch. I guess <laughs> I'm starting to understand why you want to euthanize everybody after 60. Do you understand now? I'm getting there. Yeah, I can understand why it you was came so to that awful. Conclusion. My mom turned 50. The way she was like, I'm 50. I don't have to say I'm sorry. Oh. Oh God! Yeah, my parents are like firm believers that they just like uh, you're my they're child. They're entitled to it. Yeah, yeah. they're you're yeah. to dream you like shit. Yeah, yeah, precisely. Yeah, and I mean, my dad mm. does lean a little bit more that way. He's like, I had kids to like do the chores. Dead ass. <laughs> Dead ass. Uh, I don't know. Well, I'm gonna call my therapist. <laughs> yeah, I think I am too. I'm gonna call a therapist once again. Better help. Mm-hmm. Um, special code suicide mm -hmm. to be helped in 30 minutes or less. <laughs> Hope they get to you before anything bad happens. In the end. <laughs> oh my God. I fucking love George Santos right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's not on the stop list or on like social suicide watch because he already fucking did it but i i'm fucking <laughs> loving what an icon you know what i'll never i think about my new roman empire like i think about it so often is when he had that baby and so and one of the reporters was like is this your baby and he goes not yet not and he like scurries away like, what are you <laughs> talking about he's like he's like He's like a little troll in a fairy story or something. No, you know, dead like a fairy ass. Tale, you know? Yeah, he's Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> he's Rumpelstiltskin. Just stealing babies, Just getting Botox. Getting Botox. <laughs> going to OnlyFans. Yeah, literally so making, paying for OnlyFans with Congress money. <laughs> what? He served cunt. He served cunt. He served cunt. Hey, what did I keep saying on the internet? Down diva. <laughs> <laughs> he's a down diva. <laughs> Uh, no, what I'm like this, this doesn't fall in any category, but I'm just like so excited to see when UTA signs him, what TV show he's going to have, he's how gonna he's going to be gonna, on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Like how he's going to host or, or like be a special guest on, um, RuPaul Drag Race. Absolutely. When he eventually comes out. Our food's here. Oh, our food's here. George Santos and Z-Way were tweeting back and forth because Z-Way wants to interview him and he was... Like whenever you want to, yes. Stop it, really? Yes, I can't wait. Holy can't fucking wait. shit. It's gonna be the interview of the decade. I just got chills. I know. It's gonna be good. I love it. It's gonna be good. Yeah, he served cunt. Wait, it's it's so funny because you I'm had like, no place in cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you are an entertainer through and through. <laughs> you just keep running me? your mouth. Just keep running your mouth. <laughs> keep being cunt, but please stay away from politics. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, uh, okay. All right, wrap it up. Yeah. All, All right. right. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks. Kisses. Mwah.